0: Welcome on in, everybody, to another edition of the Locked On Eagles podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every day, joining you once again, Gino Camilleri here on the show. Lou should be back by the end of the week. Just found out that he has strep throat. He doesn't have COVID, so we are good on that And Prayers up to my guy, Lou DiBiase, as always. Get him back healthy on the show. I want to talk Eagles ball with him. I know you guys want to hear him, so... Please reach out to him on Twitter and just say you hope he's doing well and you hope for him to get back soon. He can't wait to get back, guys, and I'm always glad to be here talking on the show. And today, on this Wednesday edition of the show, we're going to take a little attendance for this team. And, and by that, we're going to get into just what the situation is when it comes to these UFAs, these Exclusive rights free agents, these restricted free agents, and what the situation is with them, and where we can look next to see where the next bit of slack is going to be cut from this team because of the news that Deshaun Jackson will be released and so will Alshon Jeffrey. We're starting to see the wheels in motion for this new core to come into place. Because you look at this Super Bowl roster that they had in 2017, and it's slowly and slowly getting chipped away, chipped away, chipped away. You had Carson Wentz. He's out the door. Nate Sudfeld currently is a free agent. Nick Foles is out the door. He's gone. So a lot of these guys that were at important position units on that 2017 team are no longer going to be here and that's just the reality of what happens when you have your core that is aging, a roster that is expensive and a 30 what 28 million dollar dead cap hit for your quarterback that you just traded out of town, you're going to have to get younger. And I saw a tweet yesterday that said that the rest of the NFL will be working with around $215 million on average with the amount of carryover from 2020 to 2021 when it comes to the cap. The Eagles will only have $160 million because of their carryover, their dead cap amount, what they were already over the cap. So when you look at it, you're going down nearly $80 million in cap year over year. You're going to have to make some big decisions, and some of those decisions have already been made, and a lot of those moves have already been set into motion with Elshon and Deshaun Jackson Malik Jackson the same type of thing a player comes in here wants to compete for a Super Bowl turns out that they don't end up competing for a Super Bowl in his time here in Philadelphia these guys are going to move on they're going to go to teams that are going to compete and the Eagles are going to have a younger roster, they're going to essentially find a lot of guys on veteran free agents, a lot of undrafted free agents to fill this roster to look towards 2022 once that Carson Wentz cap hit comes off the board and you are in a little more manageable position when it comes to the salary cap. A lot of these big contracts that you have will be off the books and 2022 is manageable. But for 2021, we need to know the state that we are currently in and where we can go from here. And that's exactly what we're going to do on the show today in segment two and segment three. Segment two, we'll get into the offense. Segment three, we will get into the defense and just go through some of these situations and really find out who these UFAs, exclusive rights free agents and these RFAs, who they are and what is the reality to where they are going to be when it comes to two thousand. And 22. But before we do that, guys, we got to talk to you about some of our favorite sponsors over at BetOnline.ag. As always, BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, NHL are in full swing. Football is back, though. I, I, I They got to update this because, man, FCS. Some great games went on past weekend. You saw North Dakota State in action. You saw South Dakota State. Some great games out there. They are on the app. You can bet online and bet some football. Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news scores and odds. It is the best place for your bets to place them and sign up for. Free. Head to the website on your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts use the promo code LockedOn at betonline.ag to get that 50% welcome bonus at betonline.ag. All right, everybody, welcome on back to this. Wednesday edition of the Lockdown Eagles podcast, your host as always Gino Camilleri joining you here, taking some attendance on this state of the 2021 Philadelphia Eagles roster and we talked about it, we are going to go position by position, offense in this segment, defense in the next segment and go through some of these contract situations that we have to look at. Starting at quarterback, the most important position, Jalen Hurts is the only quarterback on a contract Going into this season, and it's easy enough to see why they had to get rid of Nick Foles. Carson Wentz was inevitably going to be traded with this whole situation that partook, and Nate Sudfeld wanted a job to start elsewhere. So, right now, you have one quarterback. This team usually has four quarterbacks in camp, three when it comes to game day, most likely two with Jalen Hurts on the roster, but they have three active quarterbacks at a given time. So this situation to me screams veteran free agent and draft a young quarterback. Either if you fall in love with one of the guys early on in the class, or you take a developmental type in the fourth or fifth, like Kyle Trask Jalen hurts is the only one you have a cheap, amount of money there he's only getting paid 1.36 million this year the rookie deal is huge go out and get a guy like Jacoby Brissett let's say for maybe 10 million dollars 15 million dollars to be a backup for a year and you're going to be okay but right now on offense this unit is as bare bones as you can talk about and outside of that we're going to move on to the running back position because there's not much to talk about at quarterback until we really find out what is in play Running back is still another one of these positions that's up in the air. Miles Sanders, he still has two years on his rookie contract. Jason Huntley, who they traded for a fifth-round draft pick to the Detroit Lions last year, and then Elijah Holyfield are the only guys on the roster moving into next year. The thing is, Boston Scott is a restricted free agent. The thing is, you look at Boston Scott, they have to place a tender on him. He'll probably get around a third or a fourth round tender, maybe even a second round tender. And if somebody were to take his tender at whatever that dollar amount may be, the Eagles would get a draft pick for it. But Boston Scott, I think he's in a very good situation when it comes to the overall build out of this position group right now with Corey Clement as an unrestricted free agent. I can't see him re-signing here. And Miles Sanders needs somebody to back him up, and Huntley and Holyfield are huge question marks right now. So Boston Scott should reap the rewards at that position. They're definitely going to draft one this year, either if it's late in day two, day three, or free, or restricted free, or undrafted free agent. Excuse me. They're going to have another running back in this class. They've done it time and time again with Josh Adams, Corey Clement. They added Jason Huntley last year. They pick up Elijah Holyfield. They pick up Boston Scott. They're not scared to dip into that lower, quote unquote, lower talent pool of free of running backs. And they have found some gems. So I'm not too worried about it because you have a star at Miles Sanders at the top. You just need some guys to come in there and plug and play behind him. Maybe a bigger guy in the class, maybe a six foot six foot one running back, somebody that can take on those big yards behind Boston Scott and Miles Sanders. Next group. Wide receiver group, Alshon Jeffrey, he is not a free agent, but he is going to get released. They renegotiated his contract in the offseason to where he can have a manageable cap hit, where they can move out from him. Deshaun Jackson, same thing. He is out the door as a UFA. They are going to release him. The only exclusive rights free agent they have is Greg Ward right now, I can't see him leaving this building, especially going into a camp with Greg Ward. You want him on the camp roster regardless, at least to evaluate talent. So besides that, you have Marquise Goodwin, who did opt out. He still is on the roster through 2021 and 2022, making four and, a half and $7 million. I can't see them paying that to Marquise Goodwin, so I would imagine a, a renegotiation of some sort on that deal. Jalen Rager is still going to be on the roster. Jay Jaw. Another question mark, his cap hit won't be too bad, but also they can get out from under him and save some money. John Hightower is there. Deontay Burnett is going to be there this year. Travis Fulham, Quez Watkins, Hakeem Butler, Khalil Tate. All of these guys are going to be in camp. And what we are lacking in this whole discussion at the wide receiver position is that top end talent. You lose Elshon. You lose Deshaun. Jalen Rager is still a question mark as to where he is as a true number one or number two. And then you have a lot of plug-and-play style players past that. This is going to take a very big overhaul, this unit. I, I can see them signing one or two free agents, maybe a guy like Tyrell Williams from the Raiders who was released today. I definitely see them drafting at least one or two. They'll definitely uh, add some in UDFA period because right now it's a big question mark. You can improve over Quez Watkins or uh, excuse me, over Greg Ward. Quez Watkins and Hightower are still question marks. You have no idea if J-Jaw is even going to be worth a roster spot. And then you have a bunch of mix and match guys and Khalil Tate and Travis Fulham and, And Hakeem Butler, who's a tight end, or Deontay Burnett, you just have a lot of guys on this roster that you do not know what the situation is. Wide receiver is going to take a lot of overhaul. You do have a lot of bodies, but that's it. You just have bodies. You need talent at that position. It's going to take a lot, and I hope to goodness that that Howie can be the guy to do it in this offseason because whoever is the quarterback needs a lot of support around him. Moving to tight ends. This unit past 2022 is bare bones as could be, but moving into this year, you still have Zach Ertz, Dallas Goddard, Jason Kroom, Caleb Wilson, and Tyree Jackson on the roster. Richard Rodgers is a restricted free agent, which means the Eagles can tender him as well. Josh Perkins is a UFA, somebody who I could see them bringing back on a cheap deal to be a camp body. Out of all of the names that we had mentioned there, Zach Ertz more than likely will be traded. We know that he was in discussions with Carson Wentz to go to Indianapolis in that whole discussion. So past that, you only have Dallas Goddard. They're going to have to do something very creative at the tight end position. And that's why I'm not against the idea of taking Kyle Pitts because it essentially kills two birds with one stone. Dallas Goddard can be your true number one tight end. You have a mix of Caleb Wilson, Kroon, and uh, Tyree Jackson, who are developmental-type players, even if you re-sign Richard Rogers, One of them can be your blocking back, your blocking tight end, your H-back of sorts. And then Kyle Pitts can be your number two tight end, your move tight end, and a star receiver as well. But the thing is, you have to make a move here quick. They were proactive drafting Dell Goddard in 2018 when Zach Ertz was there, but since then they have not done much to establish that position. They let Noah Toji walk to the Colts last year as an undrafted free agent. So they need a lot of things to happen at this position, but you still have bodies there. Much like the wide receiver position, it's just bodies you need to get talent. And I think that is ultimately what you can encapsulate around this whole exercise is that they just have a lot of bodies right now with a lot of these stars leaving. Talent is what they need to do. They need to bring in more personnel to fill those positions. And one position that they're looking okay at And the last offensive position is offensive line. You have Lane Johnson signed through 2025. Brandon Brooks signed through 2024. Jason Kelsey is a UFA after this season, but he still is on the roster. Say Amalu is signed through 2024 with two void years in his contract. Dillard still on his rookie deal. Matt Pryor still on the roster. Jordan Maialata. Jack Driscoll, you just drafted him last year. Nate Herbig. Izoa Opeta, Ross Piercebacher, Brett Toth, and Luke Juriga are all on this roster into next year. The only one leaving is Jason Peters. So this is a position that you can get creative. You can overhaul because we still have the question of Jason Kelsey. Is he going to retire? If he does, you have just some decisions to make. Does say Amalu move to your center position. Does Herbig take over that spot? Because you're going to have to get younger there as well while still having veteran presences. You have to think about drafting another tackle in this class. You have to think about drafting another interior offensive lineman because Brandon Brooks and Lane Johnson do get banged up in their own right. And they're both making north of $15 million. It is a question that has to be had. Do we go into this class and prioritize offensive line? Because past that, It's just a bunch of guys as well. Outside of Jordan Mayalata, you have question marks surrounding Andre Dillard. Jack Driscoll was drafted as a swing type of player. The four guys that I mentioned at the end between Opetza, Piercebacher, Toth, Joriga, camp body guys, Herbig is a really sound player. And Matt Pryor will probably be on his way out too because of his performance. So there's going to be... An influx of new offensive linemen on this roster going into next season, especially because a lot of these players are UFAs, RFAs, or EFR, ERFAs after this year. So it is a position that they are set at currently. But looking into next year, it is a position that maybe we want to take action on and ASAP. So before we get back to segment three, to wrap up the show, we have to talk to you guys about our friends at Rock Auto with the ever-increasing numbers of makes, Fiat, Kia. I have a Jeep. My fiance has a Jeep. I have a Compass. She has a Wrangler. It is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. So why endure the often pointless or seemingly Intimidating questioning and wait at the counter while they order parts off his computer. He's only choosing his brand, and whatever's in the warehouse is what they have. You have computers, so why not go to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket to access some of the best prices you will find. When it comes to your car needs, RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. Go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts they have available for your car or truck, right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. All right, everybody, wrapping up this edition of the Locked Eagles podcast, we are getting into defense, taking attendance on all these position units and just what we have, and we'll, we'll do a little nugget of the special teamers, won't leave them out right at the end before we wrap things up. Defensive line, much like the offensive line, top heavy you have Fletcher Cox signed through 2024 with two void years Brandon Graham signed through 24 with three void years Javon Hargrave signed through 23 with a void year Malik Jackson has three void years after this year he is going to see his way out of town very soon so looking at it you're going to have a lot of overhaul here as well Brandon Graham is a question mark if you want to get out from him after this year Javon Hargrave should be here Fletcher Cox should be here Jarek Barnett, they declined his option for next year, but will be here this season. Josh Sweat, still on a rookie deal, will be a UFA after this season. Trevon Hester, same type of thing with T.Y. McGill and Roquan Williams and Joe Osman and Matt Leo. Those guys are your camp bodies of sorts. Vinny Curry and Hassan Ridgway are your only UFAs on this side of the ball. Vinny, I love him to death. The Eagles organization loves him to death, but his time has come. It is time to get younger, time to get more versatile, Vinny has seen his better days. He still has a place on a competing team, but not here in Philadelphia. Hassan, I could see them signing, especially because they gave up a draft pick for him a couple years ago, and he has played good ball outside of his injuries. But here, if you take away Brandon Graham and Fletcher Cox, it is not the most robust unit in the world as opposed to past seasons. So here we have to look at, and everybody should be looking at, taking an edge rusher within the first three picks that we have. It's a very good class. There's guys like Quincy Rochere, Carlos Basham that you can get in day two that are going to be competitors in this league. You don't have many question marks past Josh Schwett, or many answers past Josh Schwett, rather. So you have to address that position. Interior, I think they will look to draft an edge rusher who is more versatile that you can move inside like they always tend to do. But right now, edge out of these two units is the more needed They only have Brandon Graham, Derek Burnett for one more year, and Josh Sweat. So you need answers past 2021. But I think Josh Sweat could be that guy, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Moving to linebackers. Here's another young unit with a lot of guys that are just guys Duke Riley, Nate Geary are both UFAs. Nate Geary ain't coming back to Philadelphia. I'll tell you that right now. Duke Riley is not coming back to Philadelphia. I'll tell you that right now. They were both Schwartz guys. Alex Singleton, out of all of them, I could see coming back, especially because of his ability on special teams, even for a a veteran minimum of sorts. But besides that, you have your draft pick of Davion Taylor of last year, TJ Edwards, Sean Bradley, and Joe Bashy, who you signed off of the Saints practice squad last year. Another unit that, man, it's going to be a competitive unit because there's just guys there. I don't see them drafting another linebacker high. They did make the announcement that Jannard Avery will be moving to linebacker. So that does open up some more versatility. We'll see what Gannon wants to do when it comes to linebacker in this unit. I know with Darius Leonard, he values athletic linebackers. So we're going to see if they want to take a linebacker in day two. In this class, it is definitely possible, or they just roll with what they have, and Gannon believes that his defensive back core could be more versatile, running a lot more quarters, and not having to rely as heavily on the linebacker position, and when it comes down to it, I believe that the defensive back position is going to be the one out of all the units that you see the most overhaul. Right now, Jalen Mills, Nickel Robbie Coleman, Cravon LeBlanc, And safety Jonathan Ford, not Rudy Ford. Actually, no. Is that his real name? Rudy Ford's real name is Jonathan? Well, look at that. I just found something out. You learn something new every day. I guess Rudy Ford is a free agent this year. I can see them bringing Jonathan and Rudy Ford back to Philadelphia Cravon LeBlanc would be another one that maybe they do. Jalen Mills, I cannot see them bringing back, especially with Jim Schwartz not being there. Nickel Roby Coleman will more than likely want to go compete for a competitor. So another unit that is very top-heavy. Darius Slay is your number one corner. Rodney McLeod is your number one free safety. McLeod's only signed through 2022 as 2022 is a void year in his contract you're going to have to draft a safety. You're going to have to draft a safety. You're going to have to draft a safety. I want to speak it into existence. We got Kavon Wallace, but we've passed up guys like Nasir Adderley, Juan Thornhill, Darnell Savage. The list goes on and on. We need a big-time player. Go out there. Draft Hamza Nas- Nasir Aldean. Go draft Richie Grant. Go draft Andre Sisco. You need a big-time free safety because if Rodney McLeod goes down again, this unit is in deep trouble. Uh, very very deep trouble because past the top heaviness you have avante maddox at corner kavon wallace craig james who is more a special teamer than anything blake count is is a special teamer who was just signed at the end of last year because they needed bodies marcus apps has done a little better in his time last year but i don't know if the new staff is going to like marcus apps playing style as much kavon seymour another guy they signed just because Grayland Arnold, out of all of them, has a lot of versatility to go between corner and defensive back, which he did at Baylor. Jamison Houston is another young guy that they brought in that they like. Jack Kett, we saw playing time from him. Elijah Riley and Lavert Hill are all guys that they brought in. And Lavert Hill, out of all of them, probably gives me the most promise because Lavert, I, I saw live at the Senior Bowl last year, and he's a guy that can get physical with them. But outside of that, you have no answers. Avante hasn't provided you many answers at all and it's a shame because I believe Avante is a better safety and I believe they should move him to safety and allow them to draft some new cornerbacks and they're going to have to and ASAP maybe they draft Patrick Sertain in the first round you never know but this year it's another unit that just has a lot of guys that are going to come in and compete it's going to have to be overhauled past this year so when you look at it the overall message of this exercise, and we'll finish up with the special teamers here, Jake Elliott signed, Rick Lovato signed, Arian Sipoff signed, Cam Johnston is a restricted free agent. They're probably all going to be back next year. But to look at this exercise and just take it for face value and just see that I'm reading off a roster to you is, an, is not what I want to get out of this. I want you to understand the reality of what this Philadelphia Eagles roster is. It's going to be top-heavy at a few different positions, offensive line, running back, defensive back, defensive line. But past that, it's a lot of guys, and that's just what the NFL is. If you have just guys at a lot of your positions, you're going to struggle to win. It's about time to overhaul this personnel, overhaul this roster. In an image that Sariani wants, in an image that Gannon wants, And Howie Roseman opens up his eyes to realize that the state of this roster that I just read to you and just past this year, not even in 2021, past 2021 is a mess. You have a lot of nothing at a lot of different positions past this year. This is a huge offseason when it comes to getting younger. Continue to get draft picks, continue to move veterans that should be on their way out much like a lot of these ufas i'm glad they are ufas nate geary included and let the youth and let the young rosters and the inexpensive contracts come into play but most importantly get good football players what they've been doing in the draft has been killing them the last couple years this offseason above all Is arguably the most important for the next three years of this franchise. Because if you mess up this year, it's going to set you back another year, which will inevitably set you back probably another five years. So let's hope we get it right. Let's hope the guys that are on the rosters step up next year. Because I think a lot of these guys have big time ball on them. They may be young, they may be UDFAs, they may be day three draft picks but that's what a majority of the NFL is. When you look at the statistics, it's finding those diamonds in the rough and we need to find a couple of them. We need to find more than a couple. We need to find basically an entire starting roster full of them. So thank you guys for joining me as always on this attendance edition of the lockdown Eagles podcast, really figuring out where we stand with this roster, the reality of the team building and where we can go from here. Come back tomorrow as we get into another edition of the show Talking about the Eagles five days a week, as always, guys. You know where to get us. Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, Radio.com, R- on Eagles.com, Lockedon Podcast Network. Catch us on Twitter at GC24 underscore football. At DBOC L-O-E, and at Locked On Birds. And as always, leave those five-star rates reviews, and please subscribe to the show so you can get downloaded right into your phone and listen to us every single day we are talking to the birds. So thank you guys. Gino Camilleri signing off here. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for listening and fly Eagles fly.